All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is Ian. This is Maggie. Maggie, introduce yourself. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Maggie. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else? That, I think that's all we need for now. What else? Uh, Maggie, thank you for hopping on Discord and uh, getting that whole figured out today. So we'll just jump right into it just to make sure everything goes swimmingly. So the first thing is tell us a bit about yourself. And the first question I have in this category is what drink are you drinking right now? Uh, water. Because I, I, you know what? I am so dehydrated, Ian. I, it's so bad all of the time. I am a person that doesn't drink water until it's like a survival necessity. And then I drink a shit ton of water. I have forgone coffee and tea and all of their fun drinks this morning because I woke up and my mouth was like sandpaper. <laughs> yeah, the, the the webbing between your fingers is flaky or something. You're like you're like a fish. I see. So, so okay. Yeah, I'm I'm well, being very boring today and drinking water. That's fine. Water seems to be a really good pick for everyone. Uh, ben had COVID, so I give him that one for a second. I am also drinking water, so it is all good. Cool. First question: Do you happen to have your dice close by? Yeah. Maggie, hit me. The two D10s and the D20. All right, put those to the side just for a second because we're gonna get to those quickly. Okay, cool. So, give me a quick hobby that you like outside of Dungeons and Dragons. I spend a good chunk of my time at the rock climbing gym. Big into rock climbing. I'm sure that is more of what you will hear with the rest of these interviews because the people I climb with are in this D&D group. Look at us being a bunch of semi-athletic nerds. Uh, yeah, so so I rock climb at a gym down in Cincinnati. Oh, got another one? Got another one? Another hobby, any other hobby. It could literally be stamp collecting. Um, I Only knit. stupid people do that. I knit. Ian here. Uh, I also stamp collect growing up, so that is totally a joke on me. <laughs> I knit, I knit That's hats. cool. I, I don't hats. think I knew that. So, yeah, I made Darcy a hat a while ago. Um, oh my god, you did! I did know that. Yeah, yeah. I knit, I knit hats specifically, usually for for uh, women because I make my hats long enough that you can shove all of your hair up in them, like if your hair is in a bun, without it looking super awkward. Uh, and I don't sell them or anything; I just give them to people. So, but my head's very big. Do you, do you think my head could fit in it, even if I don't have a lot of hair? Oh, absolutely. I also have a very large noggin, and it's it's possibly another reason why I knit hats, because otherwise they don't fit me. They're, like, so tight that they leave imprints on my forehead. I need to make my own. Why? Because I'm a freak. (laughs) That's a good idea, though. I have a lot of trouble finding hats. I might end up knitting my own as well. Uh, or I can I can knit you one. I can crank out a hat in like a couple of hours. If, we if could knit hats together. We could. I can make hats for the whole D and D party if necessary. <laughs> um, I say now that we're like halfway through winter. <laughs> so <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you guys nice wool hats just in time for summer. So these next two questions are going to kind of I'm going to combine them for you because okay. I kind of know I know one of them other one i'm interested to see and they are what got you playing dungeons and dragons and what is your favorite dungeons and dragons memory um caitlin got me playing dungeons and dragons Mm -hmm. uh she is entirely to blame 
for this. Uh, her her plus COVID. So like re rewind to the beginning of the pandemic when like lockdown had just started. I was newly back from school. I was trying to finish up my last year of college. Caitlin had like moved home with mom and dad and the dogs for like a couple of weeks because we didn't realize that this was going to be like a multi-year thing that was happening. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know what would be a great way to spend our time? A family D&D campaign. And my parents were like, nope, not interested. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but I was. And so she, uh, we kind of had like the world's most awkward partial like one shot, which was basically her just like explaining to me how Dungeons and Dragons worked while simultaneously trying to like run a little game for me. But it's just her as the DM and me as a single player. <laughs> Like, yeah, I've done this before. They're a little weird. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what what is a modifier. What what are you talking about? It was it was real rough. Um, I really didn't think I liked D and D after after it, but we stuck with it, and it has gotten better. Um, yeah, like if I if I'm not mistaken, you've only played when I did that virtual one when Caitlin DM'd Waterdeep, and now. Eberron's going to be your third game. Yes. Yep. That is the extent of all of my d and <laughs> I want you to know there's some people out there that will look to you and then will go, you've only pl you played one virtual session, which only lasted a couple things. But from that point on, you've only played at the table with all your friends and everything. And people are going to be like, I hate them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got really lucky with you guys agreeing to like scoop me up. So you are. We got lucky with you. Uh, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> no, I, I, I got, I got, I got really lucky. So, and especially since you guys already had such a large party and you're like, yeah, we'll take on this new kid that doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, so. dude. But like, it, like it, it, you joined in when the party was somewhat balanced. And then after that, we had like three players just decide to have new characters. Every single one was a spellcaster with the other spellcasters. It was nuts. Yeah, and then I joined Our front line was the cleric and two rogues. It's so bad. <laughs> it was great. What is your favorite D&D &D memory though? Um probably so I I don't I don't have all that many because as we have determined I've only been playing for like a year and a half to two years at this point. But mm -hmm. it was actually one from not that long ago, um from the the uh Bad Mage campaign that we're in okay. right now, and it was the it was the the lack of oxygen moment that Caitlin <laughs> that Caitlin hit us with. So Caitlin, uh, as our DM, you know, was trying to find a way to like mess with us or whatever, and I forget exactly what we were doing, but a little like side quest business, and we um we landed somewhere, and she was like, "Has anybody tried to breathe yet?" And we were like. <laughs> Uh, I guess. I think you said no, because your character, does your character need to breathe? I feel like No, somebody... my character at the time was a Warforge, which is not usually, like, common in, uh, Waterdeep and stuff, not in that setting. But, like, I'm like, I don't, I literally don't breathe, so no. And then Caitlyn informed everyone else, well, y'all can't breathe, there's no air. Yeah. And, and then I was just like, I grabbed my bag of holding and I hold it up to my mouth. What? <laughs> Because, yeah, because she, we had just. She, she was like, she was gonna accept it. She was like, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> like, I have, I have that game on recording. That was one of the, that was the test game that I like used to like test out audio stuff. So I have that recording, and everyone's freaking out. And you go, what about the bags of holding you just gave us? 
Can we? Can we, just <laughs> we all railed Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. That was. I feel, yeah, I feel like that was my favorite memory, just because I, if for the like for the first time, I felt confident. I was like, I had a good idea. You didn't feel confident or confident hanging back with Charles, just chucking magic missile at people, having a little side conversation. You know what? That that was always that was always great. But I feel like everybody got tired of when it got around to my turn. Maggie, what you doing? Magic missile. <laughs> when you have magic missile, just keep using it. Yeah. So I feel like it was like at some point I forget who it was was like, let me guess. You're just magic missile. I was like, yep. You know yep. it. Every time. So. Hey, it's a good spell. It's a song. All right. Spell. So here are the two questions about your character. And this one is the first one doozy was tell us a bit about them. Tell them, tell us their backstory, what, what you're planning to go, what their class is. Tell us just anything you want to tell us about them. So Nova is a uh, Kalishtar Tempest cleric. Um, so because I only play spellcasters. <laughs> um, and... Uh, so she is in uh, Eberron uh, with uh, Caitlin and Darcy's characters. Um, they used to work on. Caitlin was like the captain of a of an airship, and uh, Nova was previously employed um, alongside uh, Caitlin's character. Uh, so that's kind of a little bit of, like why they're doing that. Kalishtar are I I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, I think you are too. It's fine. That sounds right. Um, it sounds right. Really, they're they're a really interesting uh, race specific to Eberron, and I'm really excited to play one um, where they're like this combination of like a spirit. So like the quarry, uh, which are like dream spirits, are basically you know live inside, or they kind of they kind of consensually possessed humans, like a group of humans that were like monks a while ago. And created this like new true breeding species, um, which is really neat. So they have kind of all these little like psychic powers, which are neat. Um, and they're they're just kind of like good good. I was about to say good humans, but they're not human. Uh, they're just kind of naturally like good people that believe in doing acts of kindness and good things to help like battle the darkness in the world. Um, which I'm sure with you as a DM means that there's like lots of trauma headed my way. So that's oh great. God, it's again, there's something I need to talk about with you great. specifically, like <laughs> so, after this interview. Um, so yeah, this just, so they're just kind of, um, in, in Eberron, in, in Sharn, I believe where we're, we're hanging out, um, helping, helping out Caitlin's character, um, is kind of where we, where we pick off. Yeah, so yeah. I I like your I like your race a whole lot. I think it's one of the coolest things. Like it's one of the cool Eberron races, I think. And for everyone listening, the the really short story about them is long ago, uh, the race that Caitlin's character is fused with, the spirit, they were mostly evil. Came to this planet to mess stuff up, and the giants were like, "Now nah, we're just gonna kill the moon, which is your gateway through here." Um, and then once the giants did that, there was a, they were all scattered. There was a war between them and stuff. And there was like a group of a hundred of these uh, spirit demon things from the dream realm reveling against their darker, uh, mostly race. The whole race was mostly at this point evil. But a hundred rebelled came to Eberron, did this weird infusion thing. And now you guys, like you are, you are simultaneously uh, like a human-ish person and this spirit-ish person. 
Yeah. It is I have like super human cool. characteristics. I look completely human. Like every now and again, they're like, you get like a flash of like the spirit. You can see it kind of like, I kind of get very much like avatar state description from it where it's like, if you get really emotional or anything, sometimes like your eyes will start to glow. Um, but there is this kind of like otherworldly essence where it's like that person looks human, but there's something off about them is the kind of vibe. Yes. Yes, but the other thing—the other thing I've read, and I've seen it three times now—they are. It's in like three different sources I've read. They are unnaturally beautiful. You are stunningly gorgeous. I've read that multiple times now. So you—you're just super pretty. (laughs) Super pretty, super nice. It'll be great. So what? The other question to this one is: What are your thoughts and/or goals for you as a player with your character, or you as the player? in this world like you can answer that however you feel um so i think my character's goal is kind of just going to be that she's more of just like a free spirit seeking adventure so the kalashtar tend to have um a not rigid but like very almost more like traditional structure because the humans that they originally like possessed were were monks um Mm. and the kalashtar themselves are just kind of very like Zen. Um, and so they kind of leave like traditional lifestyles and a lot, there's a lot like built into like meditation. Um, and they said that sometimes the like quarry spirit and the human, since you're like kind of a combined soul, like they clash a little bit. And, um, they said people that like have a stronger connection with like their human kind of side necessarily, um, will kind of break away and, you know, travel, which is why you, how you end up with like Kalishtar in like different parts of the world and they're not all just in this one area like most of them I think are in um is it Adar A-D-A-R mm-hmm. yeah uh, most of them are like located in that region um but there are like settlements elsewhere because people just left to do their own thing and so I kind of like the idea that um Nova was just kind of like this uh free spirit that was just like I kind of want to see the world and see what's out there and that's how they ended up with Caitlin's character um, traveling on like and working on an airship, um, yeah, Caitlin living their life, there. not really wanting to do the traditional thing. So yeah, Caitlin with the airship just makes total sense to pick you up along. I think it's right. It's it yeah. worked out too good. All right, it's player like interview we... questions. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's like we planned it. <laughs> it's like you planned it. Uh, exactly. So, Maggie, this is where the fun starts. So, player interview questions. Uh, I'm going to save my favorite one for a little later. This is where the dice come into play. Okay. Maggie, roll me all three of those dice, the the 2d10s and the d20, and tell me what the combined total is. Oh, God. Okay. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So, Maggie, do you know what you told me, like, a while back that you wanted to do with this player interview? Oh, yes. And I'm already having regrets. <laughs> yeah. So, I looked up the best 161st date questions. And, Maggie, you are on, on Eberron's favorite radio show. Know that person. <laughs> and the first question that is being asked to you is what fad did you never really understand? 
what fad did I never what understand? What fad did you really never understand? Most recently, I feel like it was fidget spinners. Didn't get it. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the kind of person that when I fo focus, it is like, it is a very intense level of focus. And I, I've never gotten the like, the fidget spinners, the like poppets, anything like that. I don't understand how people can like play with something and mess with something and focus and like it helps them focus. My brain just does not work that way. So fidget Here's spinners- Here's the best part. I'm one of those people that need something to fidget and focus with. I'm sure you are. <laughs> like, I yeah. So I never got into fidget spinners because truth be told, just spinning something was too simple. I got into fidget cubes which were like a cube with different sides and each side had a different thing to do. Like one was just a little cl button click. One was literally just a light switch. I loved those things. I had friends that asked me, they were like, do you have a fidget spinner? Do you like, do you, do you think it helps you? I was like, no. And I will never buy one. Like <laughs> it was just like, like I had friends that didn't even like use it to like help focus or anything like that. It's just a fad and everybody had one. And I was like, no, <laughs> never, never in my life will I own one. I'm like uh, that with TikTok right now. Oh, see, I am fully ensconced in TikTok. <laughs> you and everyone else I know. I know. It's, <laughs> that was one that I definitely bought into. I resisted for a while and then it dragged me in. I got tired of Caitlin sending me videos and me like not being able to like watch them <laughs> or like them or anything. Dude, I'm I'm right there with you, and it's super annoying, and it's getting to the point I might do it just to make it like easier for that. But I'm held out for so long. I don't like post anything. My I just have a profile so I can like like stuff and send stuff. I don't I don't post anything. All right, roll those dice again. I'm rolling so much better than I ever roll in any game. It's <laughs> making me so mad. Twenty-two. Twenty-two all day. You said to roll all three, right? Yeah. 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 All right. What would your perfect vacation look like? Ooh, I'm a mountains kind of person. So I used to, it definitely comes from, I spent, I spent a summer uh, living and working out in Grand Teton National Park. Um, so I feel like my, my ideal vacation would be somewhere in the mountains and it would probably be just like as long, you know, however long, week long, couple weeks long of just hiking and backpacking like if i can just disconnect from the entire world and just disappear for two weeks and just no phone no nothing just no nothing like just shower or bathing in the river you know that kind of that kind of situation of just like nobody come near me nobody yeah like, like nobody touch me nobody come near me nobody contact me i will let you know when i am out of the woods goodbye <laughs> what is Maggie's dream vacation? To become feral. That's what I think it boils down. Nope. Just I'll pack my food. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like I, Oh you're I, not gonna just like dig into a squirrel. That would be cool. That would be cool. I'm not gonna like but yeah, it's just I I guess my ideal vacation is just to be left alone in a beautiful place in nature. I get that. That's a great answer for a uh, a dating show. I'm aware, but uh, oh, yeah. there's some good ones in here. This is a good one. What's the most interesting fact you know? Oh, you can't do that to me, Ian. I know. I have so <laughs> many fun facts. 
I know you do. Um, I will go with, and, I, and I'm going to go with this because I've seen it. And it's wild to see in person. Peregrine falcons, right? Super fast yeah. birds. They fly at like over 240 miles per hour. They're crazy fast. They're so fast you can't even see them. They're so fast that when they're hunting other smaller songbirds, they can't really stop to like grab the bird midair and they'll punch it instead. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, there's videos of it. It's wild. You just see a like of feathers. It's. I was gonna say it probably is just like a little puff of feathers. It is. It is. It's. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. But yeah, when they're in full dive because they're hunting, they like they. It's, they're going too fast. <laughs> so they they will literally punch other birds out of the air. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. I'm going to keep this list up. We're going to start asking everyone else this. Uh, but this is going to be the last question because this one's my favorite. And it is, if you had to give yourself real life D&D stats, like on the stat grid of the ability scores, what would they be? Oh God! <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to think this through, and I, I'm like ranking them in my brain in general. So like intelligence, charisma. Okay, I. I'm not sure what the numbers would be. My highest, my highest, I think would be my like my, would probably be, intelligence. Okay. But with, yeah, I agree with that. With the caveat that wisdom is my dump stat. Because I'm, Oof. <laughs> I, I am really book smart. I flew through school. I, I do really well in like academic settings. It's like an area in which I thrive. However, I make dumbass decisions sometimes. Like <laughs> I do some real stupid shit occasionally. Do you put um, tomatoes in a fruit salad? You know, I'm not that dumb. But <laughs> okay, good. But yeah, like I, I like. I spent, I'm super, super great at school, super good at book smart. However, like I've almost been hit multiple times trying to cross the street by a bike. Like it's, it, I, so I think, I don't know. So intelligence is probably up top with wisdom down at the bottom. So whatever you want to say, those are like, a. we'll do, we'll do like a standard array or something like a 15 in intelligence plus three. Right. Yeah. 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 And then we'll do eight for wisdom. (laughs) Um, I'd say, Next from the top is probably Constitution. I'd say I'm okay. I'm generally a pretty a pretty healthy person. Uh, that that food poisoning that swept through our D and D group a couple months ago was really pretty bad. But other than that, like it's uh, I feel like I have the opportunity to get injured a lot just like living my life. I do a lot of things like between like skiing and rock climbing and just everything that I've, I've done. I, I should have gotten severely injured at some point. And I, ha- I haven't ever, I've never broken a bone. I've never been like crazy sick or anything like that. And like, even like when I do get injured, I feel like it could always have been a lot worse. Like I always am down at the, the like, wow, that could have killed me, but it didn't. Let's <laughs> end of the spectrum. Maggie's um, so tough like bull. Yeah, I just bounced. I just bounced. Just bounce. I when I was working in Teton, I tripped over a rock while in the backcountry with like a fifty-pound pack on and hit my head on a rock on the way down. <laughs> I had a concussion, but I had when I went to urgent care, they didn't like the guy that did my initial intake. What I think he thought I was lying because I had no bruising. 
I was not bleeding at all. And I was like, I, I was having concussion symptoms and I had like passed, you know, I lost consciousness on contact with the rock, but I, I, I just bounce, which is really nice. Um, <laughs> so you're like, you're like an NMM. You have like this impenetrable outside shell and inside yeah. gets a little bruised sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes the brain gets jostled around a little bit, but uh, <laughs> everything else is pretty good. Um, all right. So what's, what's, what's left? You got, um, you got charisma Riz and dexterity and strength. Strength. Uh, not strength. Uh, charisma's probably <laughs> next. Uh, I'd say I like to think I'm a funny person. I think you're a I funny like person. Think, I like to think. I know you. You sit next to me for most games, and I feel like you I think get you're fucking hysterical. I, if I it was up to me, I would have you host the podcast because I think you're funnier than me and Never. everyone else in all manners. You as a single unit, like I like we all can rip off each other, but as a single person, you have had more lines that have made me like spit take. We'll see how that. We'll see if that changes because we'll have to redo our seating order for forever on since you're you're the dm so i won't I be know. able to just make witty commentary to you in the back i don't i don't know i think i might have you sit next to me i think i'll be like no this is maggie's spot oh <laughs> um, uh, that's, that's yeah. true i'll give you that so we'll we'll uh we'll put we'll put charisma up there pretty good too like for 14 so you uh, got like a 10 and a 12 left yeah strength and dex are i i'd say 12 for 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 dex and maybe a 10 for strength um, I'm, I'm not a very, I'm not a very strong person. Like every now and again, I go through phases where I start lifting and I start like trying to work out and I just, I just don't put on muscle. I am doing something wrong. I'm sure. And then like, and then like you look at like Ben, Mr. Strongman. In okay. Our don't look at Ben. Okay. That's, he is ridiculous. He is a, by definition, too strong. <laughs> so yeah, I think strength is down there pretty low and I'm fine with like, with like Dex being twelve because I'm a klutz, as was exemplified by the like tripping over a rock and hitting my head, and like I'm just a clumsy person in general. A lot yeah. of trip and falls, but again, that constitution's real high because I trip and fall a lot, but I don't typically get injured. So yeah, can we uh, can we can we take a moment? I know this is your interview. I need to like tell people about like Ben is just ridiculously strong. Ben went to like a Irishman strongman's competition, like or like Scottish Games thing event. His first time doing it, he only lost one event, one time, on one day. There was two and days. He, he advice, of, and he he won that event the second day. Yeah, he he figured it out the second day. Like you have to chuck logs, heavy rocks, balls and chains and stuff. And he just showed up and sh d destroyed the guy who's been winning for six years. And he he just went, "Hey, I do I I lift heavy things all day. This is right up my alley." Woo. <laughs> It was wild. It was wild to see because he was just like, nobody knew who he was. It was his first time competing and everybody was like, who the hell is this guy? And we're all sitting over there like, yeah, Ben! <laughs> like, he had some random group of of women like cheering for him across the stadium. And we were like, who are these people? Like, we're cheering for Ben because we know Ben. And we were like, who are these random people cheering for him? But like, he had a fan club by the end of the day. That's that's so funny. He he is so naturally like athletically strong and like his mindset of like for that kind of thing is so good. He can just show up to something and people are like looking at him go, I'm gonna cheer for this guy. This guy's doing great. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not just the like strength and the brawn, because it's the brain too, because he'd never done a caber toss before, as far as I know anyway. And I think that was what he I don't even think that was what he lost the first day. 
No, he lost uh he lost the wool toss, which is just because it's an awkward p throwing position. Yeah, yeah, it's it's literally a burlap bag full of like weights. That, oh, yeah, it's be, be, and, and sit behind you. Day. Yeah, and he figured it out. Yeah, what a, what a, what a goon. Yeah, what a goon. You want to do one more dating question? <laughs> sure, sure. What's the best meal you've ever had? Oh, a whole meal. Yeah, a whole meal. Can I can I design my own meal? Can I take tips? Sure. What's the best? What's your dream best meal? Okay, so we start with crab rangoon. It's so good. <laughs> that's, okay. that's my my top tier food ever. So good. Uh, start with that as like an appetizer, and then I don't know, maybe maybe get some some like fresh caught salmon or something nice. up in there. I'm I really... thought you were going to say crab rangoons again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do. I am keeping with the seafood theme here, I guess. Um, big fan, big fan of fresh fish in general. So good. Um, and I don't know, some, some solid like sauteed Brussels sprouts uh, with oh, bacon bits in them. Caitlin makes really good Brussels sprouts. Caitlin's probably the best cook in our family. So, <laughs> um, so she's so she's gonna be making this whole meal. Um, okay, so, so your dream meal is whatever Caitlin is making. Is this? Much are we just gonna record good. this and send this to Caitlin later? Yeah. No. She, okay. She cool. knows. She knows. Um, okay. Yeah, with like a solid glass of like wine that doesn't taste like wine i am i'm a big fan of alcohol that doesn't taste like alcohol so if a wine tastes basically just like juice ideal ideal Perfect. yep that's probably that's probably the ideal food meal right there that's no my dessert? last meal on death row if i get a no, if no I dessert get, no dessert um yeah. uh, i don't know i'm not i'm not too big on desserts actually i don't you can say wine. crab rangoons again no one will judge you no, um, honestly, I, I, you on you where we get crab rangoon up here from from the restaurant, you get six, and I can only eat about four before I start like not feeling well, and so usually I do save the other two for later. I go back to the fridge, you know, a couple you hours go. later, eat those. So we can count those as a dessert. No, we'll to. count those. We'll count those. So you you're in that weird situation where you love crab rangoons, but they don't super love you back sometimes. I think it's more of just a quantity thing. Oh, okay. I, that's I have fair. no impulse control, and I will just eat until I'm sick sometimes. So that's fair. Like very, any very adventure. About me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I eat until I puke. <laughs> Not always, but sometimes. If you're interested in this lady, you gotta deal with her <laughs> eating till she pukes habit. Oh god, so I'm definitely not linking this to my hinge. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, uh, so funny. Okay. All right. I have sucked up enough of your time. I know you got to get to work eventually back at it. Uh, yeah. And I got to get ready for my job. So, Maggie, thank you so much for stopping by. And if you don't mind after I get done recording, I got to talk to you about one last thing. Sure. Absolutely. Cool. So, Maggie, do you want to say goodbye to everyone, anyone, and uh, everyone, and uh, anything in specific you want them to be on the lookout for? I don't know. What's your sign off? Oh God. Um, have fun. And recording. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Don't die. Drink water. Call that good. <laughs> Go like hydrate. <laughs> Go hydrate. She says. <laughs>